You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. I worship you. I adore you. I love you so much. I surrender to you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Alpha, the Omega, the King of Kings, the the Lords of Lords, the Lords of Lords. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. I worship you. I adore you. Say, wonderful Holy Spirit. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my heart. Teach me your word. Reveal to me your divine revelations. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
the Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Also this evening, Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Also tonight, we'll be having a privilege to worship God. We'll be having a privilege to sing unto God. Let us sing with the whole of our hearts. Let us praise him tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight. Mandaraba sonto lobo shatalaba. Rakita ashata. Maraza and omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Sing it again. You are. You are Alpha and Omega. You 
to the word of God together this evening in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Then we'll be going straight to the word of God. Let us get ready to go to the word of God together tonight. Because of time, because we are a bit late, we'll go straight to the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 12. The Bible reads as follows. We work hard with our own hands, and uh, when we are cursed, we are blessed. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer, we answer kindly. We have, we have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. I am writing not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Even if you have, even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. 
for this reason I have sent you to Timothy, sent to you Timothy, my son whom I love, who is faithful to the Lord, he will remind you of my life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant as if I were not coming to you. Hallelujah. Then we will start very well from verse number 12. The Bible said that we work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we blessed. And when we are persecuted, we endure it. Then this is Apostle Paul is talking about his work of being an, uh, an apostle in the body of Christ. As they were being the forerunner, taking the gospel all over. Talking about the price they have paid in order to do the work of God. That to them who, are, who were the forerunners, who were taking the gospel out there, it was not as cushy. It was not as well as many might have things think. But they paid the price for the sake of the gospel's sake. And they said that sometimes they were cursed. And when they were cursed, they blessed. When they were persecuted, they ought to endure it. In which this was the part of the price that they were paying for the gospel's sake. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it is like that when you are preaching the gospel, when there is a price that you pay for the sake of the gospel. The Bible said that one day Jesus Christ, when he was talking to his disciples, uh, the Bible said that when he was talking to his disciples, he said that uh, when uh, there was one person who was rich and who asked, How, what must I do in order to enter the kingdom of heaven? What must I do to enter the kingdom of God? And the Bible said that, Jesus said that, Go and sell everything to the poor. After when you have sold everything to the poor, come and follow me. And the Bible said that when Jesus Christ have said that, the Bible said that that man, he was very sad because he was rich. He thought it was going to be something else, but Jesus told him that go and sell everything that you have and give it to the poor. And because that man was so attached on his riches, the Bible said that he went away sad. It was a hard thing to do. It was a hard price to pay. It was a hard price to pay. And the Bible said that after when Jesus Christ have seen that, when this man who was very rich could not pay the price in order to walk with God, in order to follow Jesus, 
The Bible said that Jesus said that how hard will it be for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God? It will be easier for a camel to enter through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And the Bible said that when Jesus Christ have said that, the disciples came back and said that Jesus, what about us? We have sold everything to in order to follow you because they had the prerequisite that it was so high to pay. The price was too high to pay in order to follow Jesus and in order to get uh, the, into the kingdom of God. And Jesus said that with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And Jesus said that you will not fail to receive hundred times Hundred times he quoted the families, mothers, houses, filled everything you're gonna get hundred times. And he said that apart with that persecutions, it's not just gonna that you're gonna get hundred percent, hundred times everything. But he said that with persecutions. He was trying to say that when you pay the price and you forget yourself. And you follow me and you begin to get the results of the kingdom. Not everybody will clap your hand, their hands for you. Not everybody will clap your hand, their hands for you. Amen. When you are following Jesus Christ. Some people they Amen. think that when you are following Jesus Christ, everybody will clap your hands that you are following Jesus. Everybody will clap their hands because they are worshiping God. Everybody will say, ah, you are doing well, hey, you are doing well. No, it's not like that. Right now, just uh, before the service, I was posting another testimony in, uh, in Namibia. And when I was posting that testimony in Namibia, somebody said that, hey, you might be posting these things here in this group in order to steal money for people. I say, ah, ah, what money now have I steal from people? Because there are many people who have received help because of these testimonies. But it's not everybody who is ought to accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not everybody. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Amen. It's not everybody who will accept the then, then then that's why when Apostle Paul said that we work hard with our hands, we work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have Amen. become a scum of earth, the garbage of the world. Right to this moment, right to this moment because uh, of the gospel is one of the price that Apostle Paul and others were paying for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Then there is a price that we pay 
as we follow Jesus. There is a price that we pay as we work and we walk with Jesus Christ. But I can tell you, it can never be compared with the price if we have endured those persecutions. Thus, we have endured whatever challenge it might be. No matter the challenge, no matter the test that you receive when you are working with God, that must never make you to say, I know it's like now I want to deny Jesus, Uh, the cross is heavy and this and that. But we must continue to walk. Hallelujah. Then that's why when you are walking with Jesus Christ, you know, there's a price that you pay. Because sometimes, you know, some people, they think that uh, when you are preaching the, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, they think that maybe you are doing this for fame. No. We are not doing this for fame. We want Jesus to be famous, not us. It's just that it, when you're preaching the gospel, you cannot detach the gospel from, from yourself. But really, it's all Jesus must be famous, not us. We're not trying to be famous. Amen. We want Jesus to be what? To be famous. Then some, they don't understand that we are trying to preach the gospel of Jesus. We're not trying to preach our gospel. Then that's why when they... They are trying to attack Jesus. They end up attacking those who are preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Let us go further in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 14. Apostle Paul said that I'm writing this not to shame you. I am writing this not to do what? Not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Because there was a real price that he was paying, which it was not as pleasant. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. There was a real price that Apostle Paul was doing what? Was paying when he was talking about, hey, when there there are some times that even people curse him. There are some times that he is persecuted, but he endured persecution. Then he said, I'm not saying these things to, so that you who are hearing and who are following Apostle Paul said that he was not saying this in order to shame you. He said that he is saying this, but to warn them so that they may know this thing that when they are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, is not only kosher. There are some challenges. There are some days when they were in the sh- in the boat, they were faced with a shipwreck. There were some times that when they were preaching somewhere, he was stoned and he was killed. Yes, Apostle Paul, one time he was killed for preaching the gospel. And they pray for him, and Apostle Paul come back to life. He came back to life when they stoned him to death. Hallelujah. Then he said that, I'm not saying that, saying this thing so that you might be sad. He said that, I'm not saying this thing so that you may be shamed. He said that, I'm saying this thing so that you may be warned. Sometimes you must know what they go through in the harvest field. 
There's some stuff that we go through in the harvest field. Hallelujah. There are some stuff that they go through in the harvest field, winning souls, working for God. But that doesn't make them to change their mind. They stand for the gospel. They stand for the work of God. And that's how we must be as a child of the living God. Even though it is not cliche and wonderful out there, it doesn't mean that you must deny Christ also. Maybe one time you are being persecuted just because you are a child of God. You are a Christian. That must never lead you to say that now, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm stopping to pray. I'm stopping Amen. to follow Christ. Never. We don't stop. Apostle Paul, when he talks about it, he says that, you know, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. For me to live is Christ, and even to, for me to die is gain. So that he's trying to say that there's nothing that will separate me from God. There must be never be anything that will separate you from the love of God. There must never be anything that separates you from, from walking in this light of Jesus. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. There must never, you know, the devil may try to discourage you. The devil may try this and try that, but you know, you, you must be that person who, who, who will not give up to the end, no matter what. Never give up to what? To the end. Amen. Whether it is nice, whether it is sour, no matter what. Let us be those people who will stand for Jesus Christ no matter what. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. And Apostle Paul, when he talks, he said that, I but to warn you as my dear children. And you wonder, when Apostle Paul was saying this, what he was saying here, was he talking to his biological children? No, he was not talking to his biological children. All these people were not his biological children. But he was talking to people he have led to Christ and nurturing to Christ. He called them his children in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he goes further in verse number 15. The Bible says that. Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. He's trying to illustrate what he's talking in verse number 14. That, you know, through the gospel of Jesus Christ, Apostle Paul said that he becomes their father in Christ. Through what? Through the gospel. 
You know, many people, they, they talk about spiritual fatherhood and spiritual fatherhood, and they don't really understand that. They say, is the spiritual fatherhood in the Bible? Yes. Here you find it there in the Bible because Apostle Paul, first of all, he referred to them as his children, verse number 14. And verse number 15, I became your father through what? Through the gospel. Say so that he has been fathering them. Hallelujah. Amen. He has been fathering, fathering them. Okay, be, before I go to verse number 6, let us go to verse number 17 as he's talking about what you are talking about in earlier that. For this reason, I sent you, Timothy, my son, whom I love. Before I even finish about that. Apostle Paul referred to Timothy as his son. Was Timothy the son of Paul? Biologically, no. He's referring as Timothy as his son spiritually. He is a Timothy was a spiritual son of Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. You know, many might not like the the uh, what the Bible talks about the spiritual fatherhood and spirit the spiritual fatherhood and the rest, and um, it is also only due to lack of submission. If somebody understands the spiritual things, it is only due to the lack of submission. But if they understand spiritual things, yes. They are those who God uses them to raise us up in the spiritual things and to mentor us and to guard us and to become parents in the spiritual realm. That's just a reality in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is where this um you 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 see it. The Bible talks about there was a, a man by the name of um, Elisha. Elisha who was called to serve under Elijah. And the Bible says that when Elijah left, as the Bible talks about, we talked a bit about it a few months ago. You will not understand about it. But the Bible says that when Elijah left, when he was taken up by the chariots of fire, the garment of Elijah fell down and um, Elisha picked it up. But the Bible said that when Elisha saw Elijah living, and the Bible said that, Elisha said that, my father, my father, where is the God of Elijah? My father, my God. When he was, what was he talking about? He was referring to Elijah as a spiritual father. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then some may wonder, does a spiritual fatherhood, is it in the Bible? Is it some theory that other people are coming up with? No. It is in the Bible. It is biblical. Hallelujah. Then Apostle Paul is telling them that first of all in verse number 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 14 
but to warn you as my dear children. Imagine, he, he, he is not just my semi. He is trying to say that in the spiritual realm, they are his children. Verse number 15. It says, even though you have got 10,000 guardians, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Amen. Verse number 16, Apostle Paul said that, then I, therefore I urge you to imitate me. He's saying that I urge you to imitate him. Where and how? In the spirit, in the things of the spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He's saying that I age you. He is aging them to do what? To follow him in the things of the spirit. Because let me tell you this. Apostle Paul was not their father spiritually in the things of the world. Because they are fathers of the things of the world. But Apostle Paul was their father in the things of the spirit. That's why he was called a spiritual father. He was not their father in the things of the flesh and the things of the world. Then when he was saying that, I urge you to follow me, he's not saying that follow, they must follow him in flesh. He's saying that they must follow him in the spirit. This is one thing that you must understand. There's following where? In the things of the spirit. Not in the things of what? In the things of flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you this. You can have a father in your career. A father, that means this person will be mentoring you in your career. That is a, a father of your career. You can have a father, there's somebody who's a soccer star. If that person, they may be even having a role model and a father in the things of what? Of that career. And you can have a father in the things of the spirit. That means that person who's mentoring you, helping you to the, on the things of what? Of the spirit, helping you to walk with God. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Okay, verse number 17. Therefore, I've sent to you, Timothy, my son, whom I love, who is faithful to the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ. You see, he's not going to remind you of the way of life in the world. He's reminding them in the things of the way of life of what? In Christ, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, wow. What a powerful and a wonderful teaching. Anyway, can you say, My family is blessed? My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. 
I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Say everything is turning around for my good. Say devil. Take off your hand. From my life. From my family. From my career. From our everything. Say I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest, my miracles, my blessings, my everything. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There might be somebody tonight who have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. With your power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If there was somebody who was praying that prayer for the first time, know that, yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God in the name of Jesus. And what you can do yourself this evening, follow this profile, this account, so that whenever we are live, you will get a notification and you will be able to pray with us. And you can be able to study the word of God with us and grow together in Christ. And Christ will begin to manifest in your life, in your family, in your career to bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, this link of the one that we are sending out on those on the Bigger Live, you can send them to anyone so that also whoever you want God to bless, you want them to join this service, you can share with them that link so that they can be part of the service wherever they are. And God will be blessing their life, blessing their family, blessing their career, blessing their country. And God will be taking them to the higher level. Hallelujah. 
Wherever you are, we are about to go to the time where you just, I want you to just pray. Pray and talk to God everything that you want God to do for you tonight. Just three things. Just three things that you want God to do for you wherever you are. Begin to pray right now. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Mandala bajandara bazondorobo. Mentele bashataraba. Pray. Ask for three things that you want God to do for you. Mayandara bazondorobo siatara bayatere bayada. As three things from the Lord right now. Wherever you are, just close your eyes. I'm praying for you tonight. I say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I soak everybody under the sound of my voice. Into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Ghost. As the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Fire. Every curses be broken. Every plant of the darkness be broken and come out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, stretch out your hand and touch everybody. Touch everybody. Heal every manner of sicknesses in the name of Jesus. Solve every manner of problems in the name of Jesus. To that person who's looking for a job, bless us with jobs, bless us with cars, bless us with houses, bless us with money, bless us with peace. Let there be peace in our lives. Let there be peace in our families. Let there be peace in our countries. Let there be peace and progress. Let there be favor in the name of Jesus. And I command everything to turn around for our good. Let everything turn around for our good. And as a father, as a sign, I command all of our hands to shine. Let them shine for your glory. And wasn't Father, we thank you that you are God who always answers prayer in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say in the name of Jesus. I receive my healing, my blessings, my jobs, my cars, my houses, my money. My favor. In the name of Jesus. I soak myself. 
into the blood of Jesus into the fire of the Holy Spirit I will not die before my time I will never be sick in my life I will never be poor in my life in my family there is peace there is joy there is love we are getting employed we will not die before our time in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of your hands, they are even shining there. I don't even know whose hands are those, but there's somebody's hands, they are even shining there. Amen. Congratulations. Amen. Don't forget Amen. today is day number um, number 25. 15 days to go. Tomorrow we're going to be saying 14 days to go in our prayer and fasting. We are continuing like nobody's business no matter what. And uh, very soon you will be coming back with a big testimony. Hallelujah. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Say surely goodness and love shall follow me. Shall all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. 
I love you so much. I surrender to you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The King of Kings. The the Lords of Lords. The Lords of Lords. The Lords of Lords. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I worship you. I adore you. Say, wonderful Holy Spirit. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my heart. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. You are divine revelations. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Also this evening Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Also tonight we'll be having a privilege to worship God. We'll be having a privilege to sing unto God. Let us sing with the whole of our hearts. Let us praise him tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight.
Mandaraba Santoloboshiatalaba Rakita Pashata Marafa and Omegas.
to the word of God together this evening in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Then we'll be going straight to the word of God. Let us get ready to go to the word of God together tonight. Because of time, because we're a bit late, we'll go straight to the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 12. The Bible reads as follows. We work hard with our own hands, and uh, when we are cursed, we're blessed. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer we answer kindly. We have 
We have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world. Right up to this moment, I am writing not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Even if you have, even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. For this reason, I have sent you to Timothy, sent to you Timothy, my son whom I love, who is faithful to the Lord, he will remind you of my life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant as if I were not coming to you. Hallelujah. Then we will start very well from verse number 12. The Bible said that we work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we blessed. And when we are persecuted, we endure it. Then this is Apostle Paul is talking about his work of being an, uh, an apostle in the body of Christ. As they were being the forerunner, taking the gospel all over. Talking about the price they have paid in order to do the work of God. That to them who are who were the forerunners who were taking the gospel out there, it was not as cushé. It was not as well as many might have things think. But they paid the price for the sake of the gospel's sake. And they said that sometimes they were cursed, and when they were cursed, they blessed. When they were persecuted, they ought to endure it. In which this was the part of the price that they were paying for the gospel's sake. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it is like that when you are preaching the gospel, when there is a price that you pay for the sake of the gospel. The Bible said that one day Jesus Christ, when he was talking to his disciples, uh, the Bible said that when he was talking to his disciples, he said that uh, when uh, there was one person who was rich and who asked, How, what must I do in order to enter the kingdom of heaven? What must I do to enter the kingdom of God? And the Bible said that, Jesus said that, go and sell everything to the poor. After when you have sold everything to the poor, come and follow me. 
And the Bible said that when Jesus Christ have said that, the Bible said that that man, he was very sad because he was rich. He thought it was going to be something else, but Jesus told him that go and sell everything that you have and give it to the poor. And because that man was so attached on his riches, the Bible said that he went away sad. It was a hard thing to do. It was a hard price to pay. It was a hard price to pay. And the Bible said that after when Jesus Christ had seen that, when this man who was very rich could not pay the price in order to walk with God, in order to follow Jesus, the Bible said that Jesus said that how hard will it be for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God? It will be easier for a camel to enter through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And the Bible said that when Jesus Christ have said that, the disciples came back and said that Jesus what about us? We have sold everything to in order to follow you. Because they had the prerequisite that it was so high to pay. The price was too high to pay in order to follow Jesus and in order to get uh, the, into the kingdom of God. And Jesus said that with men this is impossible. But with God all things are possible. And Jesus said that you will not fail to receive hundred times. Hundred times he quoted families, mothers, houses, filled. Everything you're going to get hundred times. And he said that apart with that persecutions. It's not just gonna, that you're going to get hundred percent, hundred times everything. But he said that with persecutions. He was trying to say that when you pay the price and you forget yourself and you follow me and you begin to get the results of the kingdom, not everybody will clap your hand, their hands for you. Not everybody will clap your hand, their hands for you when you are following Jesus Christ. Some people, they think that when you are following Jesus Christ, everybody will clap your hands that you are following Jesus. Everybody will clap their hands because they are worshipping God. Everybody will say, ah, you are doing well, hey, you are doing well. No, it's not like that. Right now, just uh, before the service, I was posting another testimony in, uh, in Namibia. And when I was posting that testimony in Namibia, somebody said that, hey, you might be posting these things here in this group in order to steal money for people. And I said, ah, ah, what money now have I steal from people? Because there are many people who have received help because of these testimonies. But it's not everybody who is ought to accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not everybody. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. It's not everybody who will accept the then, then, then that's why 
when Apostle Paul said that we work hard with our hands. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have become a scum of earth, the garbage of the world. Right to this moment, right to this moment because uh, of the gospel is one of the price that Apostle Paul and others were paying for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Then there is a price that we pay as we follow Jesus. There is a price that we pay as we work and we walk with Jesus Christ. But I can tell you, it can never be compared with the price if we have endured those persecutions. Thus we have endured whatever challenge it might be. No matter the challenge, no matter the test that you receive when you are working with God, that must never make you to say, I know it's like now I want to deny Jesus, Uh, the cross is heavy and this and that. But we must continue to walk. Hallelujah. Then that's why when you are walking with Jesus Christ, you know, there's a price that you pay. Because sometimes, you know, some people, they think that uh, when you are preaching the, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, they think that maybe you are doing this for fame. No. We are not doing this for fame. We want Jesus to be famous, not us. It's just that it, when you're preaching the gospel, you cannot detach the gospel from, from yourself. But really, it's all Jesus must be famous, not us. We're not trying to be famous. Amen. We want Jesus to be what? To be famous. Then some, they don't understand that we are trying to preach the gospel of Jesus. We're not trying to preach our gospel. Then that's why when they they are trying to attack Jesus, they end up attacking those who are preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Let us go further in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 14. Apostle Paul said that I'm writing this not to shame you. I am writing this not to do what? Not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Because there was a real price that he was paying, which it was not as pleasant. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. There was a real price that Apostle Paul was doing what? Was paying when he was talking about, hey, when there there are some times that even people curse him. There are some times that he is persecuted, but he endured persecution. Then he said, I'm not saying these things to, so that you who are hearing, and who are following Apostle Paul said that he was not saying this in order to shame you. He said that he is saying this but to warn them so that they may know this thing that 
when they are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ is not only kushe. There are some challenges. There are some days when they were in the she- in the boat. They were faced with a shipwreck. There were some times that when they were preaching somewhere, he was stoned and he was killed. Yes, Apostle Paul, one time he was killed for preaching the gospel. And they pray for him and Apostle Paul come back to life. He came back to life when they stoned him to death. Hallelujah. Then he said that, I'm not saying that, saying this thing so that you might be sad. He said that, I'm not saying this thing so that you may be shamed. He said that, I'm saying this thing so that you may be warned. Sometimes you must know what they go through in the harvest field. There's some stuff that we go through in the harvest field. Hallelujah. There's some stuff that they go through in the harvest field, winning souls, working for God. But that doesn't make them to change their mind. They stand for the gospel. They stand for the work of God. And that's how we must be as a child of the living God. Even though it is not cliche and wonderful out there, it doesn't mean that you must deny Christ also. Maybe one time you are being persecuted just because you are a child of God. You are a Christian. That must never lead you to say that now, hey, I'm I'm stopping to pray. I'm stopping to follow Christ. Never. We don't stop. Apostle Paul, when he talks about it, he says that, you know, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. For me to live is Christ, and even to, for me to die is gain. So that he's trying to say that there's nothing that will separate me from God. There must be never be anything that will separate you from the love of God. There must never be anything that separates you from, from walking in this light of Jesus. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. There must never, you know, the devil may try to discourage you. The devil may try this and try that, but you know, you, you must be that person who, who, who will not give up to the end, no matter what. Never give up to what? To the end. Amen. Whether it is nice, whether it is sour, no matter what. Let us be those people who will stand for Jesus Christ no matter what. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. And Apostle Paul, when he talks, he said that, I wa- but to warn you as my dear children. And you wonder, when Apostle Paul was saying this, what he was saying here, was he talking to his biological children? No, he was not talking to his biological children. All these people were not his biological children. But 
He was talking to people he have led to Christ and nurturing to Christ. He called them his children in Christ. Hallelujah. Then he goes further in verse number 15. The Bible says that. Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. He's trying to illustrate what he's talking in verse number 14. That, you know, through the gospel of Jesus Christ, Apostle Paul said that he becomes their father in Christ through what? Through the gospel. You know, many people, they, they talk about spiritual fatherhood and spiritual fatherhood, and they don't really understand that. They say, is the spiritual fatherhood in the Bible? Yes. Here you find it there in the Bible because Apostle Paul, first of all, he referred to them as his children, verse number 14. And verse number 15, I became your father through what? Through the gospel. Say that he has been fathering them. Hallelujah. Amen. He has been fathering, fathering them. Okay, be, before I go to verse number six, let's just go to verse number 17 as he's talking about what you are talking about in earlier that. For this reason, I sent you, Timothy, my son, whom I love. Before I even finish about that. Apostle Paul referred to Timothy as his son. Was Timothy the son of Paul? Biologically, no. He's referring as Timothy as his son spiritually. He is a Timothy was a spiritual son of Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. You know, many might not like the the uh, what the Bible talks about the spiritual fatherhood and spirit the spiritual fatherhood and the rest, and um, it is also only due to lack of submission. If somebody understands the spiritual things, it is only due to the lack of submission. But if they understand spiritual things, yes. They are those who God uses uh, them to raise us up in the spiritual things and to mentor us and to guard us and to become parents in the spiritual realm. That's just a reality in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is where this, um, you, 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 you see it. The Bible talks about there was a, a man by the name of um, Elisha. Elisha who was called to serve under Elijah. And the Bible says that when Elijah left, as the Bible talks about, we talked a bit about it a few months ago. You will not understand about it. But the Bible says that when Elijah left, when he was taken up by the chariots of fire, the garment of Elijah fell down and um, Elisha picked it up. But the Bible said that when Elisha saw Elijah leaving, and the Bible said that 
Elisha said that, my father, my father, where is the God of Elijah? My father, my God. When he was, what was he talking about? He was referring to Elijah as his spiritual father. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then some may wonder, does a spiritual fatherhood, is it in the Bible? Is it some theory that other people are coming up with? No. It is in the Bible. It is biblical. Hallelujah. Then Apostle Paul is telling them that, first of all, in verse number, number, number 14, but to warn you as my dear children, imagine, he, he, he is not just my same, he is trying to say that in the spiritual realm, they are his children. Verse number 15, it said, even though you have got 10,000 guardians, you do not have many father, for in Christ Jesus I became your father through the gospel. Amen. Verse number 16, Apostle Paul said that, then I, therefore I urge you to imitate me. He's saying that I urge you to imitate him. Where and how? In the spirit. In the things of the spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He's saying that I age you. He is aging them to do what? To follow him in the things of the spirit. Because let me tell you this. Apostle Paul was not their father spiritually in the things of the world. Because they are fathers of the things of the world. But Apostle Paul was their father in the things of the spirit. That's why he was called a spiritual father. He was not their father in the things of the flesh and the things of the world. Then when he was saying that, I urge you to follow me. He's not saying that follow, they must follow him in flesh. He's saying that they must follow him in the spirit. This one thing that we must understand. There is following where? In the things of the spirit. Not in the things of what? In the things of flesh. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. You can have a father in your career. A father, that means this person will be mentoring you in your career. That is a, a father of your career. You can have a father, there's somebody who's a soccer star. If that person, they may be even having a role model and a father in the things of what? Of that career. And you can have a father in the things of the spirit. That means that person who's mentoring you, helping you to the, on the things of what? Of the spirit, helping you to walk with God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Okay, verse number 17. Therefore, I've sent to you, Timothy, my son, whom I love, who is faithful to the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ. You see, he's not going to remind you of the way of life in the world. He's reminding them in the things of the way of life of what? In Christ. 
which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Hallelujah. Anyway, wow, what a powerful and a wonderful teaching. Anyway, can you say, my family is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Say everything is turning around for my good. Say devil. Take off your hand. From my life. From my family, from my career, from our everything, say I lose angels now, angels, bring my harvest. My miracles, my blessings, my everything, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. There might be somebody tonight who have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If there was somebody who was praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God in the name of Jesus. 
And what you can do yourself this evening, follow this profile, this account, so that whenever we are live, you will get a notification and you will be able to pray with us. And you can be able to study the word of God with us and grow together in Christ. And Christ will begin to manifest in your life, in your family, in your career to bless you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, this link of the one that we are sending out on those on the bigger live, you can send them to anyone so that also whoever you want God to bless, you want them to join this service, you can share with them that link so that they can be part of the service wherever they are. And God will be blessing their life, blessing their family, blessing their career, blessing their country. And God will be taking them to the higher level. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, we are about to go to the time where I want you to just pray. Pray and talk to God everything that you want God to do for you tonight. Just three things. Just three things that you want God to do for you wherever you are. Begin to pray right now. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Mandala bajandara bazundurubu Pray. Ask for three things that you want God to do for you. Ask three things from the Lord right now. Wherever you are, just close your eyes. I'm praying for you tonight. I say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I soak everybody under the sound of my voice. Into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Ghost. As the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Fire. Every curse be broken. Every plant of the darkness be broken and come out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, stretch out your hand and touch everybody. Touch everybody. Heal every manner of sicknesses in the name of Jesus. Solve every manner of problems in the name of Jesus. To that person who's looking for a job, bless us with jobs, bless us with cars, bless us with houses, bless us with money, bless us with peace. Let there be peace in our lives. Let there be peace in our families. Let there be peace in our countries. Let there be peace and progress. Let there be favor in the name of Jesus. And I command everything to turn around for our good. Let everything turn around for our good. And as a father, as a sign, I command all of our hands to shine. Let them shine for your glory. And was in Father, we thank you that you are God who always answers prayer in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
say in the name of Jesus. I receive my healing, my blessings, my jobs, my cars, my houses, my money. My favor. In the name of Jesus. I soak myself. I soak myself. Into the blood of Jesus. Into the fire of the Holy Spirit. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. In my family, there is peace. There is joy. There is love. We are getting employed. We will not die before our time. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of your hands, they are even shining there. I don't even know whose hands are those, but there's somebody's hands, they are even shining there. Amen. Congratulations. Amen. Don't forget Amen. today is day number... Number 25, 15 days to go. Tomorrow we're going to be saying 14 days to go in our prayer and fasting. We are continuing like nobody's business, no matter what. And uh, very soon you will be coming back with a big testimony. Hallelujah. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all. Say, surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Shall all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.